Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Starseed Radio Academy, empowering Starseed to better serve the planet. Welcome to Starseed Radio Academy. It's Tuesday, December 12th, 2017, and I'm your host, Arielle Taylor, with my co-hosts, Lavendar and Anastasia. We have two upcoming Starseed Quests to Arkansas in March and May of 2018. If you have at least one galactic marking on your natal chart, which is 25, 26, or 27 degrees of any sign, you are eligible to participate in this Starseed Soul Group reunion in the crystal capital of the world. The Spring Equinox Athena's Birthday Gathering is March 16 to 19, and in May for Pleiadian Lineup, it's the 18th through the 21st. Since we've redesigned these gatherings, we've been able to greatly reduce the cost so more people can come. And also a reminder that Mercury is still retrograde until December 22nd. Well, we have a great show for you tonight with some stories from Starseeds about their recent trip to Arkansas for the November Pleiadian lineup, Starseed Quest. This was such a wonderful group of Starseeds that we know you'll enjoy hearing from them. If they seem like family, you probably have similar markings on your chart. If you feel the call to reunite with Soul Family in the magical land of Arkansas, just send us an email at crystals, that is plural, C-R-Y-S-T-A-L-S, at starseedhotline.com for more details. Also, <clears throat> excuse me, be sure to join us next Tuesday for our Christmas show, big special show with Gloria Amendola, bringing us words of wisdom and love from Mary Magdalene. At the top of the show tonight, it's Anastasia's Starseed News, bringing topics of interest to starseeds that you won't hear in the mainstream. And we would like to heartfully thank Jada and Kathy for hosting the switchboard tonight. And check out our Starseed community at starseedhotline.ning.com, and it's a safe place to connect with other Starseeds thanks to Tammy's dedication and help with our forum. You can download our shows on iTunes or right here on Blog Talk. And if you'd like to show your support of our program, please click follow on our page here at Blog Talk, and you'll get our weekly show notice so you know what's coming up. The toll-free number for starseedhotline.com is 888-881-0881. The Stage 1 Starseed confirmations are based on Lavendar's discovery of star markings in your natal astrological chart, and the Stage 2 session is a one-on-one phone session available with Lavendar, Anastasia, or myself. For those who need healing of any kind, emotional, physical, spiritual, for yourself or your pets, Tammy's powerful remote sessions will make a difference for you. And if you have a birthday coming up, you don't want to miss out on your 10 hours of power. You can find out when that happens by requesting your solar return timing. And please remember, if you want um, a reading on that chart, you're going to have to schedule it at least three months ahead of time because we do have a waiting list. So first tonight, I am going to um, scan down the switchboard here. There's Anastasia. Hang on a second. Let me get that mic open. All right. Hey, Anastasia. Season's greetings. Anastasia, is your mute button on? Hello, Anastasia. I know you're there. (laughs) I am here. (laughs) 
I was hey, talking away. <laughs> yes, Mercury's the mute button was on. <laughs> So sorry. Well, good, good evening, everybody. It's great to be back with you, and we're going to have a very important show tonight, so I'm going to keep the news a bit short, but um, we've got lots going on. So we have right now a rock comet that's approaching Earth. Um, have you ever heard of a rock comet? I really hadn't. Maybe you guys have. Maybe they just haven't referred to it before because this has actually been coming around and around and around. It's nothing new. They say that a big one is approaching Earth this week. It's the 3200 Patheon. It's going to fly past, fly past the planet the 16th, just a few days away from now. It's only going to be about 10 million kilometers away only. That seems like a long way, but in ast- astronomical terms, I guess that's not that far. They say that this uh, uh, comet is uh, about 5 kilometers in diameter. They say that's large enough for amateur astronomers to photograph through backyard telescopes. Now, 3200 Patheon is the source of the annual Gemini meteor shower, which is also coming this week. In fact, it starts tomorrow. They say that we can see dozens of Geminids per hour, uh, the 13th and the 14th, as these bits of rock uh, disintegrate in Earth's upper atmosphere. They say the best time to look is during the dark hours before sunrise, when Gemini is high in the sky. So, another meteor shower coming our way. And uh, we have an update here with atmospheric radiation. New space weather balloon measurements over California show that cosmic rays in Earth's atmosphere are increasing. The main reason is the solar cycle. They tell us that in recent years, sunspot counts have plummeted as the sun's magnetic field has weakened. This has allowed more cosmic rays from deep space to penetrate the solar system and, in turn, our planet's atmosphere. An interesting anomaly occurred this past September when a sudden outburst of solar activity pushed cosmic rays away from Earth, causing a temporary dip in the radiation field. And I thought that was pretty interesting, that the cosmic rays are increasing. Hmm, Seems very significant. And we've had lots of nearby uh, asteroids, lots and lots. We have one coming in tomorrow. It's 12.8 lunar lunar distances, and one the next day on the 14th that's 9.7. But the really big news is that NASA missed an asteroid as it went past us. It was a whale-sized asteroid. They say come frightening close to the Earth. It was within one-third of the distance between the Earth and the moon, and what's more, NASA didn't see it until it had already gone by. The rock was estimated to have the size of about, well, this seems to be very vague, but about 32 meters, between 6 and 32 meters. That's quite a variance there. Uh, They say that that would translate into enough destructive power to level a major city. It came within 73,000 miles of us in early November. Now, according to the Watchers, which is a website that monitors the path of asteroids in our solar system, NASA's uh, Mauna Loa Observatory in Hawaii spotted the asteroid November 10th, but by then it was already heading back out to space after having skimmed past the Earth just one day before. So they don't catch them all. They really don't. Well, an update on the Southern California wildfire. Man, that thing is still raging. 
and authorities have told residents in all southern parts of Santa Barbara County now on Sunday to prepare to evacuate. The Thomas Fire has ripped through uh, six miles of terrain moving west along the Santa Ynez Range. The fire has grown to 230,000 acres, and containment as of today is only 20%. We had a strong and shallow uh, 6.1 earthquake that hit Micronesia. It was the third uh, 6-point-plus within 48 hours. Uh, The quake is the third after the 6.1. It was the third of the 6-point-plus to hit the region within 48 hours. A um, 6.6 earthquake struck on the 8th of December, followed nine hours later by a 6.4. So Micronesia is getting quite a few big quakes, moderately large. And experts are really concerned about a long dormant volcano in Iceland. They say that Iceland's uh, most dangerous volcano is a 72-foot depression in the snow is the only visible sign of something that's very alarming going on underneath the ground. Let's see if I can say this word. I always goof up these Iceland names. Everyerkul. Everyerkul volcano. It's been dormant since its last eruption in 1728, but it is seeing a recent increase in seismic activity and geothermal water leakage. really has scientists tied up in knots. With the snow hole on Iceland's highest peak deepening 18 inches every single day, authorities have raised the volcano's alert safety code to yellow. Dormant no more, perhaps. Experts at Iceland's meteorological office have detected 160 earthquakes in the region in the past week alone as they step up their monitoring of the volcano. The earthquakes are mostly small, but their sheer number is very high. They say this is one of the most dangerous volcanoes in Iceland. They say they really, really have to watch it. So, uh, a big one. Last eruption in 1728. Well, our last story tonight is a bit lengthy, so stay with me, but it's an important one. It comes from Wired Magazine. And the, uh, the headline is, How Email Open Tracking Quietly Took Over the Web. It says that there are some 269 billion emails sent and received every day. 269 billion emails every day. That's roughly 35 emails for every person on the planet every day. And over 40% of those emails are tracked, according to a study published by OMC, an email intelligence company that also builds anti-tracking tools. They say that the tech is pretty simple. Tracking clients, uh, companies that want to track you, embed a line of code in the body of your email, usually in a one-by-one pixel image. One-by-one pixels, one little pixel, so tiny it's invisible. But they also embed this in elements like hyperlinks and customized fonts so that when a recipient opens the email, the tracking client recognizes that pixel has been downloaded as well as where and on what device. Newsletter services, marketers, and advertisers have used the technique for years to collect data about their open rates. Major tech companies like Facebook and Twitter are doing this in uh, 
major ways, and they're trying to profile and predict our behavior online. This article says, but lately a surprising and growing number of tracked emails are being sent not from corporations, but from your acquaintances. Increasingly, users are tracking their spouses, business partners, and competitors. They say it's the wild, wild west, a new form of spying from one person to another. Now, according to the data, a full 19% of all conversational email, you know, chit-chat email, is now tracked. That's one in five of the emails that you get from your friends, and you probably never noticed. Research from October looked at emails from newsletter and mailing services from the 14,000 most popular websites on the web and found that 85% contain trackers and 30% leak your email addresses to outside corporations without you knowing about it and certainly without your permission. Now, as for the dangers of being tracked by spam, they say that one must keep in mind the kind of people that do the tracking and the fact that they can find out your IP address and therefore, your location or workplace is of great, great concern. They say that spammers can learn your schedule based on the time you check your email, your itinerary, where you're going based on how you check the email at home, on the bus, or wherever you might be, and your personal preferences based on exactly where they harvested that email. They might have harvested it from a sports forum or some type of fan site or goodness knows what. But they say that because so many people can be looked up on social media based on email addresses or their jobs or locations, they say it's pretty easy to correlate all of this data and track someone down in person. In person. Further, they say that, you know, this is stuff most of us know nothing about. You almost have to be, you know, a wonk to understand this. But mm, people that really know how to use this technology really... I mean, they're telling us, they're trying to warn us here. They say that email tracking is also evolving. Research from October looked at emails from newsletter and mailing list services from the 14,000 most popular websites. Oh, I've already read that to you, sorry. So what they're saying is if you sign up for a newsletter, even from a trusted source, and I get a few of those, they say that there's one in three chance that the email that newsletter service sends you will be loaded with tracking images hosted on an outside server that contains your email address and its code and then will share your email address with a large network of third parties. I mean, if a lot of people knew about this, I think it would squelch newsletters or subscriptions to newsletters. Anyway, it goes on to say that your email address is apt to be shared with tracking companies, marketing firms, and data brokers like Axiom if you as much as open an email with a tracker and click on a link inside. And they say they are trying to find ways around the current crop of track blockers. You know, we can always sign up for something that blocks uh, trackers, but they're always inventing something that supersedes that. So they say that in the meantime, to prevent third parties from leaking or tracking your email, the only surefire solution is to block images by default in your email program. Go into your email program, and if it's a a Microsoft program or whatever, there's an option there to turn off images in your email, and you need to turn on your image blocker so that you don't ever receive any images. 
Uh, I don't know how many of you are aware of that, and I certainly didn't know how much tracking was going on. The article was very lengthy, and it went on to describe um, a research progress by the reporter that did this outstanding work here to figure all this stuff out. They had sent emails out during the uh, 2016 election to congressmen and uh, those that were running for office as part of their study. And uh, by using tracking uh, um, trackers in their emails just to see what trackers could find out, they could tell where these politicians were, even what hotel they were staying at, what devices they were using, whether it was an iPhone or a BlackBerry or uh, perhaps a laptop, whatever. Um, They said that actually ex uh, ex-wives, ex-husbands, um, slighted boyfriends, slighted girlfriends, actually are employing trackers to trace the location, you know, sort of cyber-stalking people that they are obsessed with. So lots of implications out there that we don't realize in the digital world um, that compromise privacy and does and do put some people at risk. So be mindful if you have images in your emails don't look at them, don't open them, you know, just if you see something that you don't know who it's from, pass it over. It's good to be safer rather than sorry. And I don't know about you guys, but I certainly have had plenty of bouts of spam. So, and I found that some of them are impossible to block. I still haven't figured out why. Clearly they have some type of technology that I'm not aware of how to stop it. But anyway, interesting, be, you know, better safe than sorry. So that's it for tonight's news, and it's going to be a great show, Ariel. Oh, it sure is. It sure is. Well, thank you so much, Anastasia. And um, really good thoughts to ponder there in tonight's broadcast. So I appreciate your putting all the diligent work into the show that you do. Just because we're... um, Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You go ahead. (laughs) I was just going to say, just because we're working with the keyboard and it seems like we're not doing anything to anybody, you know, it's kind of magic. We mistake that for maybe like a typewriter. Those of you who are old enough to know what a typewriter Uh is, uh, we're really not realizing how many uh, uh, servers and uh, people that these these things have to pass through before they get to our target. There really is no such thing as online or Internet privacy at all, at all. Never say anything in an email you don't want somebody else to read. <laughs> and I That's always right. say to people, when you're upset, you know, if you're upset at someone or you're a little bit wired or, you know, edgy and you want to write an email, don't send it. Never hit the send button when you're emotionally charged with something. Uh, you say things you, you might regret and can never take it back. And so just be mindful. Whenever you're working on the Internet, doing anything on the Internet, just imagine you're up on the top of building with a microphone Everybody's seeing you. Everybody's listening to you. That's the best. That's the best rule of thumb. Right. All right. I'm finished. <laughs> I'm finished. <laughs> okay. Well, thank I'll you so much. I'll see you all next Anastasia. week. And from my heart and to yours, much love. And to you as well. Thanks so much, Anastasia. Okay. So let me um, get switched over here. We are going to just. <clears throat> excuse me. We're just going to get right into it here because we have a lot of people um, that are going to be sharing their uh, thoughts and feelings with you. So we are going to first um, have Georgia come on. So let me get your mic open. Hey, Georgia, how are you? Georgia, you there? Yeah, can you hear me? 
Yes, I can now. Uh-huh. Okay. Sorry, I, I was on mute, too, trying to find my okay. mute button there. I'm here. <laughs> well, um, it's so appropriate that we're bringing you on first because you were the first person to sign up for the very first Crystal Quest back in October of 2012 was when it happened, but you signed up way before that. So you're like the the locomotive here. So I'm so glad that you were able <laughs> well, to. Well, I've been called a lot of things, but that wasn't one of them. But, yes, you're right. I, yeah. I absolutely, you know, I got that invite in the mail, and I had had a reading with Lavendar right before that that, well, let's just say it kind of shot me out into the cosmos <laughs> from the level uh-huh. I was at, and I was very activated, and I realized that that had my name on it. You know, I just I, and I didn't know how I was going to pay for it, and we were doing the longer ones at that time, so they were a little more expensive, but I just knew I had to be there, and so I agreed to come and put my application in and just turned it over and. About a week later, my daughter literally walked through the door with a check for me almost to the to the dollar of what the quest cost. She said, I got an income tax check back, and I know I owe you some money. I just want to get it paid off. And I, I just went, okay, well, there's a confirmation <laughs> right there that I'm supposed to be <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I, I, and I've been to numerous um, – I have kind of lost track, to be honest with you. One sense, it, I live up in Seattle, which is, it's a trek to get down to, you know, a small area there, but um, the means have always come through when I knew I needed to be there. And I just, um, I, you know, I think we get to a point where we start to trust our inner guidance, and I just have situations where that comes up and I just know I I don't know why I know but I just trust it so and every time I've gone it's been wonderful and it I think the um, the thing about going to numerous ones and seeing the same people oftentimes that come to numerous ones the growth in them is very palatable and I know it comes from, you know, things we're doing out there in the world, in our lives, but it also comes from there. It's a very empowering um, uh, experience to be there. And I, I kind of look at it like um, filling up my gas tank, my, you know, spiritual etheric gas tank. And when I come back, I'm always activated. I think the, uh, the land there is very powerful with all the crystals and the water we're drinking is crystalline. And if people choose to go to the bath one day there, um, those hot, warm baths at the bathhouses run, the water runs over the crystal beds, so so that's activating. And I've had um, some light bulb moments sitting in those tubs, (laughs) you know, with salt in there. It's a... Lavender and I have laughed about it. I get more downloads in the bathtub in a salt bath than I do any other time, probably. But um, you know, I guess if there was one word I would use for it, it's empowering. And there is a, a lot of us, as we well know, feel like strangers in a strange land a lot. That's thankfully changing a little as more people are waking up in the world. But it's really important, we're here and we have our different missions, but it's important for us to 
to stay to take care of ourselves and to stay charged up and to connect with other star seeds because it can be lonely out there when nobody that you live your daily life with understands half of the what you are aware of and so um you make bonds there with people that and you do you recognize them as soul family there's just a familiarity that that you run into and um it amazes me still to this day that this many people some coming from other countries i've had you know our friend tom he comes from ireland frequently and i there was a woman there from hong kong the first or second one i went to and they come from a long way but but a lot of people keep coming back that's the thing they keep coming back so it's filling a need for them that that's really important you know mm-hmm. and uh i actually because of my experience there i started a starseed group here in seattle because i realized how many people really need to be able to connect with other starseeds and we're getting to a point now in what's going on out there that a lot of people are it's very jarring to them to wake up to to some of the truth that that we've known and um we're needed and we can't we can't help anybody else if we don't help ourselves and um kind of organize together and you know form a solid bond so that's uh that's been my experience and and I have no doubt I'll be back no doubt at all <laughs> I just keep waiting and I just keep asking when the next invitation comes out if my name's on it. <laughs> but I'll be there and and you guys are great. It it's just a lot of fun and it's great getting to know everybody. This time I made a point and this was a large one. I think there was what 30 people. 31. I I made it a point to try to get around and at least chat with everybody. And and it was it was really rewarding to do that. There was a lot of people that I wouldn't have known they that they do what they do. And it was really interesting, you know, talking to them about their you know, how they make their livelihoods and their life and their, you know, views on things. So um just rewarding all the way around. I really appreciate all the work that you guys put into that because I know it's a lot of work. But we appreciate well, it. That's true, and it's it's nice to be appreciated, and it's nice to see, as you said, the change, because we yeah. have we've gotten to the point now where close to half of each group are people coming back for another round. You know, I know. I mean, some people, some Amazing. people like you, you've probably been there six or seven times, and yeah. and we we've had we've had twenty um, gatherings. So, um, wow. And that's yeah. I mean, it so it just speaks volumes that people are getting nourished, and and we're so glad that you were able to come this last time and and be part of this really really strong group. And uh, we know we'll see you again. It was powerful, and I'll tell you when you see when you witness people, you literally get goosebumps. You really do. You get. I have the hair stands up on my arms when I see the progress they've made in in being empowered and you know stepping into to what they want to do it it's just very rewarding to me so thank you again very much well really appreciate it you are it. so welcome you're so welcome so we'll just say you know until we see you again have yep. have a great holiday georgia i will too thank you so. thank you so much 
and thanks so much for taking the time to call in. I know you've got plans this evening, so we appreciate I'll you making time for us. I'll be listening for a while while I'm taking dinner. <laughs> okay. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Okay, thank you. Thanks so much, sweetie. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Well, that that's just great that Georgia could call in because, like I said, she was the first person to ever sign up for the first one. So that's, that's like going right back to the inception of the whole thing. So um, next we're going to hear from Rebecca, and I will get that mic open here. Just give me a second. So, hey, Rebecca, how are you doing tonight? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you, Ariel? I am doing great. It's it's so much fun for us to have this little kind of um, on-air reunion of the reunion. So we're so glad that you could have the time to to come and join us. So... um, you have the floor. Anything that you want to express? Yes. Um, first of all, this was my first uh, time going to a, a quest, and uh, the setting was so beautiful. And uh, wh- where we stayed, the cabins were so wonderfully appointed. And uh, you guys took really good care of us, um, fed us really well, and I am truly grateful. Thank you so much. Um and I uh, really appreciated meeting all the uh, <laughs> the other star seeds. Um, it, it was interesting in our meetings. The um, the energy that was generated was so powerful, and you can feel it. It's it's palpable. So um, that was very eye opening for me. So um, and uh, as as far as you know, healings happening. I mean, in that kind of energy um, re- relating to people and, and acceptance, I think healing, uh, healings happen. Um, for me, I think it was through a perspective and understanding what my power was and stepping into it and owning it. Um, when um, I think when I was there, I had let people know that I had applied for a position um, at a uh, college to be a chemistry um, instructor. And I have to tell you, when I when I came back, I thought, okay, I'm not going to get, you know, nervous about this or, or you know, get, go, you know, let the interview or anything drive me crazy because, you know, when you step into your power, when you own it, you realize that the world you live in is very limiting and I've kind of started to see it in a in a different perspective. Um, when you come from approaching an interview from a from a nervous and anxiety, it's it's you're coming from a place of lack that there's not enough jobs out there, and so and I also knew that this is what I wanted to do, and I was going to be very good at it. So I was able to just release all of this this fear and anxiety around it and just approach it as, you know what, if this isn't it, there's going to be something better. And I prepared for it and uh, was ready when I went. And they offered me the, you know, the position on the spot there, um, which was very exciting. But I, it's kind of was an eye opener. It's like, wow, Um, just looking at things from a different perspective. um, It really opens up. Uh, you know, a whole, a whole new world. Um, so it's very interesting on how I'm um, approaching things now. And, and I know that if if it's something that I love to do and I'm passionate about it, it's it's going to happen. Um, there's there's no doubt about it. So um, I'm certainly very um, thankful for that. Um, 
would you call that an activation, Ariel? Oh, no, I'd call that you know stepping into your power, and you did that in a huge way. I mean, we all witnessed it, and um, and and you just let go of all of the the angst, and you walked right in and got exactly what you wanted. So, you know, it was your alignment and your confidence that they sensed, you know, and they hand you the job. So, um, yeah, I mean, that was really great timing <laughs> to have come to yeah. Arkansas right before you went to do that. So, yeah, yeah exactly. um, and you're right, you do see things from a different perspective and uh, a broader, higher perspective, and you, you see your place in a higher place. Um rather than being, you know, one of the lemmings, so to speak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and be sure to tell your brother Rick that um, we understand that he's working tonight, so he couldn't be here, but give him a big hug for us. You were our first set of twins that ever came, so that was, oh, that's yeah. a singular distinction. Uh, but we're so glad that you were able to come, and hopefully we'll see you in Arkansas again one day. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm sending you many blessings, and I have uh, appreciated our chat. Thanks so much. Well, thank you so much for participating on the show tonight, and uh, big hugs to you, sweetie. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Okay. Uh, Well, we are going to um, just kind of continue here. Uh, next, we're going to talk to Wendy. So let me get your mic open. Hey, Wendy, how are you tonight? Hi, I'm doing fabulous, and I have not come down since the Crystal Quest, and I don't plan on it. I really like it up here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my creative juices have just been flowing ever since then, and I've been writing like crazy. Um, I've been making jewelry from all the beautiful crystals that I found there. And uh, I had gotten a little bit down because I couldn't find an Athena until I got home and cleaned all my crystals up. And I have an absolutely beautiful Athena crystal. So that one is definitely going to be my pocket crystal. Oh, cool. Um, It was fabulous. This was my very first crystal quest. Uh, on my birthday, so I don't think I could ever forget this one. It was a, a wonderful birthday celebration, and thank you, all of you, for uh, celebrating my birthday with me. Uh, gosh, Mount Harbor was beautiful. Those homes were beautiful. Uh, Aria, you did a great job matching me up with two wonderful fellow Scorpios, Britta and Lynn. They're just awesome women. And, uh, boy, the whole rest of the group, and I think you said there were 31 of us, was right. such a great cross-section of starseeds. And whenever we had breaks, um, I tried to move around as much as I could, and uh, the conversations were just fabulous. It was so much fun to sit with a group of people and be completely open about what you wanted to talk about, and everybody else there totally understood so I think yeah. we covered everything from ET contact to disclosure to politics to uh, Atlantis healing temples. I mean, we just, we covered the gamut. So <laughs> I really enjoyed that. 
because uh, I'm sure everybody would agree it's it's really hard to talk about a lot of these things unless you're you're another starseed. So um, right. that was just it was fabulous. It was just that was the best part was having that many people in one room of like mindedness. So um, <clears throat> I really enjoyed that. And uh, your astrology presentation was was just wonderful. You're a great teacher. Uh, oh, Lavender, what a what a breath of fresh air, and she just made herself available all the time, which I think is unusual. Many times when you go to uh, gatherings like this, you you don't get to really talk to the people up front very much. And, and Lavender is she just acted like one of the gangs, so that was so much fun. Yeah, uh, Tammy was a great storyteller, and she did a great job during the crystal dig. And I only got one word for her, and that's ho. <laughs> <laughs> we heard that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, let me see. Um, I, I don't think I could even tell you guys how to improve anything. Um, I would certainly come back. Um, I went with no expectation. That was great. Um, every minute of my day was filled. In fact, I never even got to go to the uh, hot springs. So next time maybe I'll take a little time off and and do that. But it it was just fabulous. And uh, I hope that my my creative energy that was sparked there continues because I've got a lot going on now. And hopefully I can tell you all about that the next time I see you all. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if you ever start, you know, running low on gas, you, you just know where to come and fuel up again. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly do. So thank uh-huh. you all again, and I'm going to make room for the next person to come in. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Wendy, not only for participating in tonight's show, but your presence made a difference. Um, oh, as, thank as you very group. much. And, and we're so honored that you were there, and I know we'll see you again. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Okay, sweetie. Thanks so much for calling Thank you. in. Sure. Bye bye. Wow. Yeah. There, there was a lot of magic um, that that happened, and of course, we we can't plan that. It just does. So um, now we're going to um, talk to Charlie. So let me get your mic open there. Hey, Charlie, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. How about you, Ariel? I'm excellent. I'm just loving hearing everybody again. Yeah, it's definitely exciting to hear all the beautiful voices. So this was your first time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you you think there will be a second time? Definitely. (laughs) Oh, definitely. Definitely a second time. Many times, yeah. (laughs) It was really so, amazing to be there. Oh, go ahead. I was just say, just tell us how you feel. Yeah. Um, for me, it was a very much. Um, it it was really a, a homecoming for me, a reunion, and it was very much on a deep level. Um, when I first came in, I was super excited. I, I think personally, as a star seed. Um, we, when we had our awakening, all we wanted to do was share this amazing thing that we we're going through. And I think um, we all can agree the last five years have been rough, where we all had to go through some very major personal shifts within us. 
and and being awakened and hearing the truth about what's out there um, can get very lonely at times. So, you know, knowing that we have Starsky Quet has been great, but it was really showing up, being there with everybody, that you could really feel the energy that was gathered there. I mean, we have so many other star seeds on us. Being able to see the 30 that showed up or the how many showed up and just having this very, I don't know, it was, it was um, almost like a, it definitely felt like a reunion. I was very happy the first day. And towards the end, I felt not just happy, but more like, I almost didn't need to say anything to anyone because we could all understand each other in a much deeper way. And that's going to think very comforting because we've probably all had conversations with people we really care about and trying to tell them such deep, deep, like knowing that, you know, there's more to life than what we have seen in, in civilization. And, and to have, somebody else in Starseed group look at you in the eye and say, I get it. And I, you don't have to say anything else makes me want to cry every time. I mean, th- those are the very compelling moments that a lot, of, a lot of us have a knowing and, and to be in the presence of others that also have this knowing was very, um, very cathartic for me. Like it, it made it really so much of my own tensions of feeling like, you know, why are we here with, like, I often do the Superman wakes up with all his powers. Like, why am I here all alone with all these powers, you know? And going through this Starseed quest and meeting amazing people who were in the same level as you made me feel um, almost like I, I'm ready to take the power. And I kind of, you know, these are the things that, like, you guys were really supporting and giving us space to allow us to kind of let go all these filters that tell us we're supposed to be a certain way and then we're here with other people and this baggage that we carry on 3D just falls off. And it was it was so nice to just... I didn't feel like we did much work. I know a lot of people probably went through a lot of um, letting go of old paradigms. But I know that... we my sister and I and, and the people that we're with, like, we're going through it, but it just didn't feel like work. It felt like, you know, like, oh, I don't need this. I don't need this either. And to me, that was very meaningful because I don't think you can get that experience um, just being on the phone or talking to people. I think being there really kind of, it's almost like you've been watching a trailer for a movie you've been waiting for, and finally you get to watch the movie, and it's like the movie is so much better than the trailer. <laughs> and that's kind of how I feel for the it. last five years. Yeah, I've been watching a trailer, Starseed Quest, going, wow, this stuff sounds amazing. Why am I not there? Um, there's definitely a story of why, um, since, since my sister and I, we did a reading with you back in 2013, um, we heard about Starseed Quest since then. Um, and when, if you talk to my sister, you'll probably hear her story. My my story was I woke up 2013, like, with every, with a lot of other Starseeds, and we went and did our work for the five years. And then there's another group of Starseeds that are awakening right now. And so um, it's almost been like being able to see the different phases of people waking up has been um, – both exciting but it's like 
the ones who woke up in like 2013 that have been doing their work, everyone's really anxious. We're like, when is this movie coming out? We've been waiting for the Starseed movie <laughs> to come out. Yeah. And I think being able to see all of us there. And I also noticed I talked to a couple more people that were alumni. And I asked them, like, what are some things that you guys are recognizing that you don't see before? And I really love that, like, one of the themes we noticed was tech. Um, it's something that was very, very um, passionate about is being able to share technology in a more conscious way. Do not think, oh, tech is bad or good. It's that bring that judgment to a tool. And it's about us awakening, saying, hey, the tech can actually help people of the light. You know, we just have to kind of tweak it in a sense that it works for us. It doesn't control us in our everyday life. And there are a couple more people that showed up. And I think um, tech, <laughs> we won't bring up any kind of specific judgment of tech in general, but, you know, it, it was a very common theme. And I think um, even at Starseed, I think a lot of people hear, oh, tech is bad for us. Tech is this, tech is that. And, you know, it's the same thing that if we keep if we keep living in this place of like, this is good, this is bad for us, then we're not really growing to a place of consciousness that allows us to say, hey, this is good for me now at this moment in time, may not be for me in the next two, three months. And that's kind of what the Crystal Quest really reminded me is like, Charlie, all these amazing things are great, but you have to show up, you have to meet the people in physical terms. And it's almost like the universe would then unfold for you because you finally showed up to watch the movie and then the movie is basically mm -hmm. you being there. So um, I can't, I can't say enough how the quest is, is a whole nother level of upgrades and, and recognition and being able to be in place with amazing star seed groups and members. Well, it was certainly a pleasure to have you there. And, um, you know, everyone, a lot of people have kind of a, a, a similar situation where they know about it, and, and it, sometimes it takes a few years to actually get there because there are unseen hands that's like, no, no, it's not, you know, now's the time, now you go. So, mm -hmm. you know, and you heard that, and you, you stood up and you came. So, and you really added a lot to the group, and your, your energy is just really nice to be around so we're so glad that you were there and i look forward to seeing you and valerie again and, and valerie's actually here uh, on the switchboard now so um it's just uh, just a pleasure to see everyone that did so well yeah yeah and i'd like yeah. to add one more thing i think um timing is just so key i think a lot of us have gone through also the frustration and the the, the like impatience for our version of the future to be happening today, you know? And mm -hmm. being with other Starseed, I almost didn't even need that confirmation. Like, in that presence, I felt like whatever dream we came up would happen versus too many times, like, I wish we were here already. I wish we were here already. It's like, no, guys, we are finally here. <laughs> so <laughs> let us not... You know, let us not be upset that we weren't here before. It's The timing will really develop as it needs to be, and um, it's beautiful when, like, it unfolds, and you're like, oh, okay, I'm at the right place at the right time. <laughs> yeah, and that's where magic happens. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
so well, it's just been delightful um, hearing your voice again, and I know we'll see you in Arkansas again one day. You will always be, all of you will always be invited again. Um, so, and, and the alumni, then when you come back, then you've got um, more to offer to the, the, the you know, the first-time people. So it's it's yeah. just a beautiful spiral that keeps developing, and we're so glad that you were part of it. Thank you very much. <laughs> you are so welcome, Charlie. Big hug. Big hug. We'll see you in Arkansas again one day. Yes, okay. definitely. Have a great one, Ariel. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, so um, we are now going to talk to Valerie. Valerie is Charlie's sister. Yes. Hey, Valerie. And then this is the first quest quest where we had um, a brother and sister, and we had two brothers and sisters, and then uh, Rick and Rebecca, of course, are twins. So um, it's really cool that you have, you know, family that you could share this with that understand (laughs) <laughs> every everything that you understand. So yes, thanks yes, so much for definitely. calling in. And and um, I know you had a, a very unique experience, and, and we'd like you to share that. Okay. Uh, just um, on a side note, Charlie and I actually have come back many multiple times as twins in the past. We just decided not to do it this time, which is kind of funny um, that you mentioned <laughs> that. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah. So one of – so um, like Charlie was saying, it was – at first, I didn't know what to expect, and I've heard about this maybe a couple of years back. And when I felt the call, it was it was so clear, and I didn't know what to expect. And um, for me, I felt like it was just that jump start that I needed. And when when I went there, it's just that energy, the energy from the land, energy from from other star seed to just hold that that energy for me, for me to really reclaim my power and I know during the last um on the last day when we were um asked to claim our power that was really powerful for me um I know during that time when um that's when it was so powerful that I was able to just access that that portal and I felt like the history of Atlantis was really downloaded onto me and in clear visions with which I had never felt before I know before, as far as the vision, there's been a lot of, um, like, the vibrational, like, representation and uh, the lines and, like, geometric shapes and things like that, but nothing so clear and distinct that I thought, oh, this is what everybody's talking about. This is what I felt. Oh, that's what I needed to really, you know, like you said, claim my power. And I think ever since, it's really helped me um, keep going on that path. Uh, as soon as I came back, it was so funny. I had heard about um, Marine Saint Germain on your show a few times, and I said, "Oh, maybe I want to," but you know, I'm still scared. And and that's another thing, actually, the this fear paradigm, this construct that has been a really significant obstacle for me in this lifetime. I felt like I was able to release a lot of it on that quest, and um, to me, that was really powerful. And it's just, I just kind of needed that to get over that hump and really um, claim my power this time. And so that's been a really powerful um, journey for me, just to be in that um, quest. 
Well, you sure were very, very strong. Um, I mean, you gave me chills more than once because your energy was just so strong and so clear. And, you know, it's like strong, <laughs> strong woman. So, um, and had you ever had any kind of, you know, historical download like that before? No, that was that was actually my first time. Um, you know, I've been told, oh, you know, you're going to get downloads or you're very powerful, but I've never really felt it or seen anything like this before. Or even I know um, we we had uh, like a little ceremony or a little prayer. I know one of the things um, in past lives, I've had a lot of traumatic past lives and, you know, just for, for speaking my truth. But I know even on the last day, I felt like uh, like this – I felt like this release almost of that fear um, coming out just, you know, right before, you know, I was ready to say and, you know, claim my power. And I think this is why I'm actually able to call in today because that's not something I would have, if you would have told me that uh, even at the beginning of November that I would call in live on the show to um, share my experience, I would have never believed it. And so, wow. you know, I hope that, you know, right. And I, so I hope that, you know, when I was hearing other stories, I felt more empowered. And I'm hoping that just coming on today, others can just share the experience or feel like, oh, you know what, I'm not the only one. And I feel like I've been really lucky that I've had um, Charlie in my life and we were able to feel like, okay, you know, maybe it's just the two of us or, you know, where's everybody at? And so going through <laughs> The Starseed Quest really helped us reconnect to family, family more than just, you know, the blood-related family that we are now, but just on the soul level and galactic level, which is absolutely amazing. And even now, um, you know, we, we uh, share the cabin with a couple with, with whom we still continue to communicate and, and we pray, um, meditate, actually. We meditate weekly just to keep us going. And I think being able to maintain that is really amazing. And the opportunity to find people who are like us, who understand, who just know where we're coming from is really powerful. And I think that's definitely what I needed to get from this quest. Well, it was an honor to have you with us. And um, I know that you, you, had, you had a huge um, shift in letting go of things that needed to be let go of and and claiming the the power that was with you all the time. So, um yeah, it was just it was just great to have you with us and yeah, um and when and we actually um Ramey and Zach are on as well. So, we'll hear from them, but yeah, um and we put the you know, we put the um the room assignments according to charts so that there's as much, you know, common ground and compatibility. But boy, the four of you just really took it to the next level. And I'm so glad that you're staying together, staying bonded, and, and keeping that energy going, keep it fresh. So that's yeah, great. I think, I think that's definitely what, what we all needed, I think, as a whole, is just to keep mm-hmm. that going. And even now, as I, so once I was able to, you know, see the visions of Atlantis, I was able to, you know, trust myself a bit more. And as I was, you know, um, as I was telling, retelling this to, um, you know, Charlie and Zach and Ramey, I just felt like, oh, okay, it's okay that I'm feeling this. And it's, it's beautiful that I'm feeling this. And I want to, you know, share it so that we, we can, you know, I can empower not just myself, again, to just trust that I can do this. 
um, again, but also others, because I think it's really important for all of us to feel confident in what we are able to do and to know, know that it's perfectly okay. And I think that's one of the things that I was having a difficult time prior to the quest. Yeah, well, it, it's very, very rewarding for us because, I mean, we set the stage, but we don't write the script. That's, I mean, the, the each group is different, and every time you come back, you're going to get something else. It's not just a, you know, every group is different, every combination, every frequency, but it's all up spiral. So right. we're we'll definitely to, a plan to come back. Yeah. Well, we'll look forward to seeing uh, you and Charlie, and maybe you can arrange okay. it um, schedule-wise so that um, Ramy and Zach can be there at the same time as you and Charlie. That'd be great. Oh, yes, yes. That would be wonderful. Okay. okay. Cool. Thank you. Well, thanks so much for sharing this with us, Valerie. Okay. Big hugs. Okay. Big hugs to you, too. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, we have a few more people to hear from. And I think right now, uh, just to give you um, and our uh, producers a uh, heads up, I am going to talk to Brita in just a minute, and then, um, and then Jada, and then I'm going to read a... Um, a little note from someone who couldn't be here tonight. So that's uh, our next three slots here. So first of all, we're going to talk to Brita. And let me get your mic open before you start talking. I'm, I'm clicking. Okay. <laughs> all right. You're on. Hey, Brita. Thanks so hey, much for calling. Hey, Arielle. How are you? Thank you. I'm Thank good. You for having I'm me. good. Good, good. Well, well, did you hear Wendy? Uh, yes. Were you I here did. when Wendy talked? Yeah. Yeah, I no, I've yeah. been listening the whole time. It's it's so great to hear everybody's voice, but uh yeah, I'm going to sound like I'm just mimicking Wendy. <laughs> it wouldn't be surprising since we're uh we were roommates and we're Scorpios. But first off, I want to start with uh I just want to thank you and Lavendar and Tammy for everything, for hosting, creating and sharing. That was just uh awesome. And I want to thank the alumni for the same thing, for supporting and, and sharing and creating that delicious food. It really made it feel like home. So that was that was wonderful. Um, and, you know, when I drove in, it was a long drive. It was a 10-hour drive. And I was really tired by the time I got in. And then when I got there and I was driving, you know, up into the mountains, into the lodge, it was like I was getting really, really excited, and the energy just kept growing and growing. And I think I stayed up for another two or three hours just sitting on the deck and just really taking everything in. And um, I, I just think the location is, is really beautiful. It just really holds those high frequencies, not mm-hmm. surprisingly, you know, being on, that, on the crystal bed there. So uh, that that's just uh, an incredible place, really. So it's the perfect um, backdrop. Yes, I mean, and it just it really you know allows for getting out there, just enjoying nature. You know, um, it supports for uh, solitude and some meditation. It's just really the perfect place. So um, it, yeah, and, it's and my very supportive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and my roommates, uh, Ariel, you did a great job <laughs> tearing me up with Lynn and Wendy, the three Scorpio women. That was just uh, 
there's some amazing women out there doing their thing, and it's just it was just really uh, great to be roomed that way, and really the whole group just holding space for each other, and you know just to kind of reiterate what Charlie said, it was you know uh, being in that in that pod mind in that like mind setting um, was phenomenal. Now I think one of my favorite parts was the crystal digging. And that was just nothing short of amazing. Um, being up there on the mountain and, and you know, seeing those crystals coming up out of the ground. And when you said to me, uh, you said, you know, don't be digging too deep because those crystals aren't ready to be found yet. And that was just so profound. And, it, and I just I keep that picture in my mind of looking when the sun was out before it got cloudy and dark and, you know, seeing all those shiny little crystals, you know, poking out of the ground. And, you know, so I found that one Athena, that double terminated Athena twin. And then when I got home and I cleaned my crystals, I ended up having seven Athenas. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that gives yeah, me chills. I w- one was so, I mean, one was so tiny that when I was cleaning it, it was like it, it, it broke off the main crystal. And I was like, oh, no. And I started looking. I got a magnifying glass out for every crystal. And I ended up having seven Athenas. And I was just, I was like, wow. And then I, and I have glass bowls full of, you know, amazing, beautiful crystals. Some that are just so crystal clear, it's it's unbelievable. But that was just that was great, the crystal digging. And yeah, uh, I just came is, back. That's, that's that's one of a kind place. There's not another place like Fisher Mountain. Yeah. And and I mean I've never gone crystal digging before, so um, I mean that that was just amazing, really. Um, I just came back. Go ahead. I was going to say, you brought back some friends. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I brought back a lot of friends. <laughs> and I'm just starting to, like, sit and meditate and trying to get to know them. <laughs> so, uh, but I came back just so rejuvenated and just really full of ideas, downloads for forward movement. It was uh, just, at you know... Georgia said one word, empowering, and that is it completely in a nutshell. It is so empowering to be there with everybody, to claim your power together, um, listening to Lavendar's stories, you know, from the vault. I want to know more about bloodlines. Uh, listening to Tammy's stories about the Tula. Ho. And oh, then yeah. the astrology. Yeah. Yeah. The astrology. I want to learn everything I can about star markings. So, um, you know, it's really, for me, it's just trying to decide when to come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not if I will. It's just when. It's a matter of when. Yeah. 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 So I want to thank you all so much. And uh, I'll pass over the mic. And I love you all. It's great to hear your voices. And I'll be listening throughout the show. Thank you guys so much. Love you. Thanks so much for calling in, Brita. Bye-bye for now. Thank you. Bye.
Okay. Um, and it just occurred to me, um, you know, Jada, who is one of our, our switchboard producers, and Kathy, our other switchboard producer, are both multiple Quest alumni. So everybody here, everybody here is is part of the same family. But Jada, I'm going to bring you on um, so you can tell a little bit about your experiences because you've been there. Um, I think I've lost count. I've been me like too. Every time. Every time, like 12 times maybe. I don't know. Um, they're not many. I think I mean, so. like, Yeah, something like 12 times. So you are definitely um, so much a part of our team and our family. But um, if you would just please, you know, give it from a, from an alumni perspective, how you see the, the um, accumulated effects. Okay, yeah, there's so much to say. And first of all, in case I forget, I do want to thank you and Tammy and Lavendar for everything you do to put these together because you guys have tweaked them every time and and they keep getting better and better. Um, But I guess from the uh, first time I went, which was I think the third week-long one, um, I knew I felt a calling to be there and I knew – I would enjoy digging for crystals, and I knew that it's a beautiful place, and I would be meeting like-minded people, but I had no idea the soul connection I would feel to the people, looking in someone's eyes and immediately recognizing them and feeling like you've known them before, but I also felt that connection to the land, and before I left the first quest, I knew that I would definitely be back. I had no idea it would be so frequently, but um, it's just a (laughs) calling that you feel. And it seems like, I think you said this earlier, it's this beautiful spiral. All the people who've been there before, um, I don't know how to describe it. Maybe they leave an imprint of their energy that stays there. And as new people come, we things just build and build. Um, and it just feels like it, it's very empowering. My life has changed so much on the surface. People may not notice it, but I feel so much more empowered to do the work I'm supposed to do, and being there recharges my energy and helps me balance between the regular 3D stuff and, and this type of starseed work that we do. Another change I've noticed is um, the first quest I went to, I think, was all females, and everybody was wonderful, but we're seeing as things change, more men come, also couples, brothers, sisters, mothers and daughters, um, mothers and sons, and a lot of younger people. I think, wasn't it over half of the last group was born after 1980? Mm -hmm. So that's pretty interesting. Um, So we're seeing a lot of and people from all over the world. So it's just something that um, I can't imagine not being a part of the quest. Um, And I think everybody who's been knows that calling and what it feels like. And if anybody who's listening who hasn't been, if you're supposed to be there, things will work out somehow and it'll just happen. And that's a a good point. Like, Like Georgia said, you know, and we found that when people make the commitment, it's like I don't know where I'm going to get the money, but I'm coming. Um, and that's one of the reasons that we we redesigned it because the week long quests um, were about four times as much as the as the new Starseed quest. 
so um, it's it's really much much more affordable, allowing more people to come, and um, and then the, you know but you have to make the commitment first. A lot of times when people say, oh I, you know I have to wait and and save up. And they keep putting it off, and and they're they're never ready to go. So you know, you make the commitment first, and then and then the doors of abundance just open up. Um, yeah, because that's you know, people true. who come, people who come have been chosen. You know, not by us, but by what we call the unseen hands, and they just make things happen. And and the you know people that come are the ones that. Uh, or like a, a subset of a soul group, you know, like the, the you have all the families and the, and the grandparents, but there's all these little subsets. And these are the people that's like, okay, now it's my turn to go. And everybody does that. And then when you show up, it's like, oh, my gosh, I know you people. <laughs> so yeah, you have that's to do so that Because you've been there so many times. Yeah, in the astrology course where we discuss the different people having different markings that really shows how this is planned and organized ahead of time. It's not just random. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I look for the patterns and they're always there, you know, with, with either signs or star markings or, um, I mean, all kinds of patterns and that's, that's no accident. (laughs) Yeah. It's amazing to see that. And it's different for different quests. Um, and, and it's just fabulous, and I I enjoy everything we do. Um, and the astrology courses never get old to me. I always pick up something new, just like a lot of the stories that Tammy and mm-hmm. Lavendar. If even if I've heard them before, I'll pick up something different every time. Yeah, so well, that's that's true. A, you know, yeah. I mean, I've heard some of those stories, you know, for fifty times, and it's like, oh, I don't remember that being in there. It's like, how could you not know? <laughs> so, yeah, there's always something new that's revealed. Um, with, yeah, with, and it's with, so with, great to um, connect with people where we can say anything and there's no judgment. I think we all love that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, you don't have to, you know, pretend that you're something else. You can just be yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's so, wonderful. So I appreciate being able to be there, and I appreciate everything you guys do to plan it and all the work that goes into it. They're they're just amazing, and they keep getting better. Well, yeah, I mean, we just we keep making improvements. It's like, oh, okay, this could have gone a little more smoothly. So then the next time it will. So after twenty quests, we've got it. We've got it down pretty well, and we're just so happy and honored that you're part of our family now. I mean, you've been, I mean, virtually every quest you've been there. Uh, you help with us um, on the on the radio show every week and running the switchboard. And we just love you so much, Jada. Well, I, I love all of you too. And I love being able to participate like this. It's an honor. Yeah. So big hugs to you, sweetie. You too. Thank okay. you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure, and we'll we'll see you in see you in March. <laughs> Good, I'll be okay. there. Okay, all right, Jada, we're gonna we're gonna um, go on. I'm gonna read something now, so I'm gonna close your mic up and um, okay. proceed. Okay, sweetie. So um, we have um, a a written um, note here from 
Archana, who has um, been already to three quests in the past, I think, two years, less than two years. And um, she's just a, a delightful person. But she had another thing to do tonight. So this is what um, she submitted for me to read. Every quest has its own mystical energy, an intricate blueprint created by the energies of the group. There is almost like a theme each time. I'd say this is an essential ingredient in our journey, a true combination of initiation, activation, upgrade, and integration, all in sync with where we are in our own evolution. The energies are also very loving and accepting, a level where it really doesn't matter who we are or where we are. All that matters is that we are together. Lavendar, Ariel, and Tammy bring forth a very sacred platform and hold the space for each and every one of us. Their individual and combined energies are powerful and magical. There are no words here. You have to experience it to know what I'm talking about. I felt a deeper sense of connection to the divine, to the earth, to my purpose, and to myself each time. The commitment and clarity have both gotten stronger every time. I've been to several retreats and workshops. There's really nothing like this anywhere. I've attended three quests so far, and each one has been very unique and different experience, and I look forward to attending many more. And I know you'll be there, Archana. Uh, I mean, you're already signed up for next May, so uh, we'll look forward to seeing you again. And I thank you so much for taking the time to write something, um, even though you couldn't be with us um, live in person this evening. So um, I'm looking down the switchboard here, and we are going to talk to Ray and Zach. And let me get your mic open. Hello, is it Ray and Zach or just Ray or Zach? Yes, it's Ray and Zach, but we're probably going to go in turn. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much for calling, and I'm sure you probably heard Valerie and Charlie already. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and, and you two were the ones that roomed up, with, with them. You're what? He said, I said, what's up, Starseed family? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yes, I heard a like lot of... Yeah. Go ahead. I'm, like, super excited, so sorry. I'm, like, trying to ground myself right now because I feel everybody's energy in my heart's, like, jumping out of my chest right now. She's literally holding on to a, hand, a handful of tourmaline and smoky quartz right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just want to say big ups to, to the um, Prime Creator, big ups to Lavendar, and what you're doing with pioneering the Starseed Motion and I knew I was a starseed before I even knew what a starseed was. Like, <laughs> uh, big up to Tammy. Tammy, I love you so much. It was amazing to meet you and understand the, the Tula energy. Big up to Tula energy right now. The ancestors are here. Um, and obviously, Ariel, thank you so much for being the one to read our, our charts and kind of help us get clarity on and validation on what we're doing here and why we're here and just kind of filling that small void in our heart of really understanding who we are. So that was awesome. Um, But so we, we had a really big year this year for kind of connecting with starseeds and really understanding um, the value of connecting with starseeds. And as soon as you gave me that reading, I immediately wanted to jump into any kind of quest that you had, even though it was ultra last minute for us. And we 
you know, gathered the funds last minute, but we had to make it. Um, and it was funny that I was going to go with Zach without actually attending the quest with Zach, which was weird, but I knew he was a starseed, so I appreciate uh, you reading his chart. Yeah, she, she uh, got me a chart reading with you, and when I got the reading from you, I was so happy. I was like, yay, I don't have to go, you know, I can go be with my star family for real now, and like, <laughs> I was very excited. Um, I was not surprised. I was not surprised that you had the markings that made you eligible. <laughs> not surprised at all, but so I'm, I'm glad that you both came and, and you were both had this to share. Yeah. So continue. Side note, side note uh, while Raymond's collecting more of her story, <laughs> um, now whenever any of we're with any of our friends or we any of our friends come over, we ask them when their birth date and their time is. <laughs> And we look up like their astrology, and then we look at each other. We like frantically look through the chart for the galactic degrees, and then we look at each other, and we're like, "Oh, interesting! I didn't think this person would be." <laughs> Our leader, are like, "Oh, it's, wow, that's such a surprise!" So it's it's the knowledge has just been overwhelming and uh, empowering, but crazy exciting. Yeah. Um. Well, what was I gonna say? So. Just generally, I was super excited to come. And I know, uh, I've always known this, that as soon as you meet another fellow starseed or any kind of galactic being that you connect to, it creates a ripple in the matrix. So it was really important for me to continue my journey of um, connecting with people because even just simply connecting, not even saying a word with people, but connecting your energies together is creating a higher frequency to come down on this planet. So just doing this, and this is for the starseeds that are listening, and these are for starseeds that are interested in coming on the quest, like really paying attention to the signs and taking care of your bodies and understanding how to take care of your energy body. This is like my little plug to say, take care of yourself, like love yourself, uh, making sure you're protecting yourself from uh, energies that are not good for us with computers and devices and really following that Starseed toolkit that Lavendar and the team has created for us because those are crucial things for us to stay connected and getting the proper messages for us to follow this sequential timeline um, appropriately. So big ups to the galactic family that's listening to us right now. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah. Well, they were, sur- they were there. They, they're always there when we show up with the group in Arkansas the ships are always there, and they know everything that's going on, and and yeah. it just keeps getting better. Yeah, that's definitely one of the, the first things that I noticed and wasn't really sure how to, I don't want to say analyze, but being a tourist, that's what I do. Like, I was trying to observe the situation, and, and I really felt that there were uh, benevolent beings around us who were scanning our energies and generally scanning our energies to see how we mesh together as a team because, we all have karmic connections together and we are all are seeing each other again for the first time in this lifetime, but really we've been together for eons now and it's, it's, it's been such a beautiful way of like unfolding and seeing our star family. Um, but yeah, that was one of the biggest things is that we're never alone. Like it's, it's beautiful to hear starseeds say that it's nice to connect with other starseeds so that they don't feel alone. But the, 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 and the moral of the story for me is that, we've never been alone. We've always been guided. We're always protected. And that is my takeaway from all of this is that we just need to trust the process. And as soon as you feel connected to doing something or connecting somewhere or moving somewhere and really tapping into your heart, if you believe in that to be good for you in the long term and for your greatest good, 
the spirit guides and galactic beings will always support you and, and get you to where you want to go. So I just wanted to share that message too. Um, uh, thank you. <laughs> I have a lot to say and I'm like trying to store all of my thoughts. Um, but the quest itself was a really epic quest. Before we even went to Arkansas, we were deciding if we were going to drive or fly and um, because we were going together, we decided to just drive to make it a road trip. And even the road trip was epic. Like, we could tell the energies of the benevolent beings were there with us and guiding us. And it was, it was quite the journey. Um, looking at the page of Starseeds that was going to be at the quest before we got there, I had saw I – was, I was reading all the bios, and I saw Charlie, and he stuck out to me because he had a really cool picture – and um, I saw that he was a programmer. He was a, in technology like Zach and I. And I was like, I want to meet that guy. Like, whoever he is, I want to meet him. He's cool. And um, come to find out the next day, he's our roommate. <laughs> <laughs> and we yeah. were so excited to meet them that the first night that we were there on Thursday, like, I tried to open their door not realizing that they were in the house. <laughs> and um, Zach, Zach was really wanting to meet them, too. And he got into the hot tub the next day early in the morning and Charlie opened the door and he hugged, he's hugged Zach and was super excited and jumped into the hot tub with him. And like all of a sudden we were all family within five minutes of meeting each other. So uh-huh. it was, it was really cool. So oh, I tell that, that just, just warms my heart. <laughs> it was such divine guidance and like meeting Valerie. Like I love Val, big up to Val and Charlie. Like we connect, <gasps> we connect all the time. And it just makes me super excited because I extend this invitation to all the people in Quest 20 that, you know, that we're here to, you know, be family. So if you want to reach out to us, like, feel free. Um, I've been doing energy work with Zach on Valerie and Charlie because we want to keep this connection strong. Um, and we want to continue meditating together because we feel that when we do that, we essentially are supporting each other's missions and supporting each other's dreams and empowering each other by staying connected. So. Yeah, that's, that's it's been really fun doing that. Um, well, that is that's wonderful. Another fun thing that was cool for us was the mining. Like I've been a crystal head for a while now, and I I love my my benevolent crystals who always assist me in everything. And um, when we went crystal mining, I was really looking forward to finding an Athena because that was one of the special rare opportunities, and I was bummed out because I didn't find it until the very end. I was just like, okay, let me just pick up this last crystal. And the last crystal I found was like a double, it wasn't double, double terminated, but it was like two. Yeah, two endpoints and they both had Athena's on it. Yeah, it was two separate endpoints and they both had perfect diamond shapes in the center and it was so beautiful. And I was so, so excited um, to get that. And when I got all of the crystals and we put it all into our lodge, the next day I had meditated with them all kind of like all on my yoga mat. And I went into a deep trance meditation and started to get deep, deep visuals of the land of the natural state of um, Tula of the beings that were, were on the planet um, enjoying and living co-creatively on the planet. And I also saw on the other side of the coin, what happened to them and the trauma that was caused on the planet and, and, you know, the, the moment that we lost our rainbow on this planet. So it was very deep for me to really connect on that level. And I, all I did was meditate with the crystals for five minutes. So I was totally in another space. <laughs> wow. Well, <laughs> so, 
it was really beautiful. And like, I cried and I hugged Zach afterwards and it felt like I met Zach for the first time. Like it was very, very eye opening for me. I was like, what did I do? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, other than the amazing experiences that we've had, like just meeting our star family has, has been amazing. And it's given me a boost of confidence that um, I've always knew I had, but was on the edge of not really showing all the way because, you know, we live on the East coast and we live in a very um, political space of Washington, DC. So being a star seed in this area can be challenging at times, which is why I stress the point of taking care of your energy bodies because we live in the city. And if it weren't for taking care of ourselves, we wouldn't be able to have these connections to go to Arkansas and know who we are um, at this moment right now. So that's a great it was point. just epic. It's really epic. That's all I can really say. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I'm just grateful for all of you. Um, Lavendar, did I, did I say this already? I ate the chocolate that you gave Zach, and it was amazing. <laughs> I would like to know where you got that chocolate from. It was in a purple spiral shape. He told me the name four times. I should have it. But thank you so much, um, and I'm going to pass. Okay. Uh, I need a break. <laughs> There's so much. To, there really is so much to say, and I, you know, echoing everyone else, I just want to start by thanking uh, the whole crew that facilitated that experience for us. Um, you know, it goes well beyond just the days that you're there, the planning and execution that goes into it. Uh, and the knowledge and the stories uh, and and the light, it really all comes together and you can feel the impact in the rest for the rest of your life. So it's an incredible experience that I'm incredibly grateful to be a part of. And I couldn't thank you enough, uh, Ariel, Lavender, Tammy, everyone that's just been um, back in our lives. I really appreciate all the love. Um, so where do I begin? Looking back, I wrote bullet notes because there's so much. So looking back, I my first thing, like the first thing that hits me was how every minute of the experience had depth and meaning behind it. You know, every moment that we were together with at the StarQuest had some, some – there were just so many conversations and so many synchronicities and so many powerful people in the same room. Um, every moment, like literally from the first day that we were there, I had my mind blown by like a future reading. And then I, and I had to literally walk outside and like take a breath because it was intense. So just being able to connect that deeply with that many star seeds um, has just been incredible. And it's carried over into our lives ever since. Um, there was one experience I will never forget. We went up to the top of the mountain with Leticia and Danielle and Charlie and everyone. And it was freaking cold. It was really cold. But we saw meteors like I had never seen before. These meteor showers were like fire shooting across the sky so close that like you could hold them in your hand like, like an ember. It was wow. just amazing. And I'll, I'll visually, I'll just never forget that and the visceral feeling that you get from your gut of just experiencing that was amazing. So let's see. Since we've been back. Since we've been back, I have a much more profound sense of trust that our guides, our spirits, our galactic light beings and brothers and sisters are here um, 
today it really hit me hard that we don't need to see them or perceive them with our human senses to know that they are here. And that knowing is the peace that's going to carry the world in with a new light. So that's just been profound for me was that belief, no matter what I'm going through, just knowing that the galactic guides are here with us. Um, that's been life changing. And I've personally been incredibly more more confident in my own creativity. Um, I've been practicing sending light into the future to wherever it is that we go. Our Ariel, I think this is one of the keys that you dropped on us. Um, but sending our light out into the future. And then I had a profound realization that in the future, when you give yourself gratitude, when you give yourself love, you're sending it back into the past for yourself to circle back into the future with new life and energy. So there's just been a lot of uh, big realizations for me. Um, I want to say that right now the portals are all open and the synchronicities have just been crazy and the information is coming in at light speed or faster than light. The visions just, when I close my eyes, they just hit me. And I just want to say that it's more important than ever to be protected, to protect yourself and to be intentful and to hold the light and to know that we are winning this war. And it all starts with protection because it's so easy for us to get derailed or lost or taken over by dark forces. Um, and it's happened to me a few times since we've been back. Interference, yeah. I, I wouldn't even be surprised if I dropped off the call and I've been talking to myself for 10 minutes. No, no you're still here. <laughs> there you go. So we are winning. And I, I think it's another beautiful thing that we've been doing together. We, Ramey and I have been meditating and breathing in visualizing our future, visualizing the things that we uh, achieve, um, that we are hoping to achieve in our lives and making and descending light to that future and then exhaling with gratitude for the belief that that exists now. Um, and it's been working, which is really cool. So I'm almost okay. done. I, I, there was a moment where we were meditating. Oh, I, when, when, after we went crystal mining, I saw crystals every time I closed my eyes, and they were different crystals. It wasn't like the crystals that we were digging for. I saw, you know, massive crystals as soon as I closed my eyes. And one time I actually went further into the meditation, and I was greeted by two light beings. I followed them into a crystal cave, and they showed me secrets about how to operate my own spacecraft, which is a story for another day. But <laughs> after that experience, I had done some research and I realized that the beings that I had seen in my dream were Lyran or from Lyria. Yeah, it was actually on the cover of a book. I saw a, a, a drawing of the exact kind of beings that I had seen in my, in my third eye. So we, the book is called The Prism of Lyra. So I bring this up because... The first night we met Valerie, Valerie told us that she had an imaginary cat bite her on the hand. And then I had closed my eyes and seen a tiger's face. And all of these other feline-type energies have been with us. And then it's interesting because I wanted to share this with the, the family. 
um, Anastasia, when you told the story earlier on the call today about a comet that had entered the solar system, and it um, it wasn't seen by NASA until five days after it was at its closest point to the Earth. That story goes a lot deeper. And what they found that this object, it comes from the Lyrian constellation. They tracked its origins to Lyra into a solar system there. And they found that this object is the fastest ever object to cross into our solar system out from interstellar space. So five years ago in 2012, we sent the first object out of the solar system into interstellar space, which was the Voyager spacecraft. Five years later, here we are, a very oddly shaped spacecraft-looking rock (laughs) flew in from interstellar space, the first object ever known to have flown in from interstellar space. The only reason we know about it is because there's amateur astronomers out there who have all verified this. You know, NASA would probably not have told us this if it weren't for those people. Um, And yet, they're here. We are here. So (laughs) that's all I got. I just uh, I want to just lastly I'll say um, if anybody is thinking about going to Starseed Quest, definitely do it and highly consider getting a room with a hot tub. We had some really good conversation with our Starseed family in a hot tub. It was like it was like the hot tub time machine in real life. <laughs> and then the last thing um, we seriously would love uh, at Sunday nights now. At 11.11 Eastern, we do a meditation. Everyone does their meditation in their own modalities, but we, um, Valerie, Charlie, Ramey, and I have been meditating on Sundays. And um, just the immense power of the four of us combined creates more than the sum of the parts. And if anybody else would like to join us, um, feel free. You know, 11.11 on Sundays. A.M. or P.M.? P.M.? P.M. P.M. Okay. And that is all. Blessings, gratitude. Thank you, Ariel. <laughs> we love you. We love you guys. Oh, and thank you, thank so, you much. so much for for calling and um you just just really brightened the brightened the whole room when you talk. So, thank you for that and I know we'll see you again. And on the subject of the hot tubs, every cabin that oh, we yeah. reserve there, yeah, everybody's got a hot tub. Perfect. So I'm going to come that's for my a, birthday. May. You're coming for your birthday? Well, yeah, yeah you I were born to. on Pleiadian lineup. you got to be there for May Pleiadian lineup. It'll be ultra epic, so I can't wait. Yes, yes, it will. <laughs> well, yeah. The lavender, we need to lock you in a room for the eight hours during your solar return. So oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll look so forward much, guys. We'll look forward to seeing you in May. Thank you so much for um, participating and, and coming on the air with us tonight. And uh, big hugs to both of you. It's just a pleasure to have met you. You too. Hugs. Love you. Later. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye for now. So um, now I'm going to bring Lavendar and Tammy on, uh, get Lavendar's mic open, and uh, we're just going to wrap it up here. Where's Tammy? I, I know you're here. Kidoki, uh, why can't I find Tammy's number? Lavender, are you there? Here. I'm okay. Here. Oh, there, there you are. Duh. Okay. We have so many people on the switchboard that I was having trouble finding. So, Tammy, your mic's open too. 
So now it's your turn. <laughs> Lavender, well, you want Lavender to... here. I, it was wonderful hearing everybody's stories about the quest, and I was just beaming with pride just knowing that that um, some of the um, questers that were there this time are really going to step out in the world and make a difference out there. I can feel that especially the ones that were born after 1980, there seems to be a, a certain kind of frequency that's, it's, that's flying with all their energies after they left the quest to uh, really uplift uh, the, the human spirit, the galactic spirit, and your own missions. I can tell that now everyone that's talked, your missions are really uh, turned up to high quality. And that I just get very proud of, of all my starseed children when I hear them talk that, that way. I also yeah. want to say that, you know, I've been holding this information uh, in a bank vault for the kids that were born after 1980. So to see half of the group be born after 1980, it really, it it um, it did something special for me because me being a Sagittarian and with my mouth like a, you know, torn pocket. It was so hard for me to keep uh, that information in a bank vault and keep it away for 25 years. But after seeing this group that came on this quest and being able to um, relate some of the information to them, it was all worthwhile. So thank you for all the people that came on tonight to talk and for those that are listening. Uh, if you have in your heart that you want to come to Arkansas and quest with us, you're so welcome. And if you have the star markings, um, then make sure that you contact uh, Ariel and and let her know that you want to come to the quest either in March or in May. We also have one in, in August and in November. We have them four times a year. But I'm especially um, attuned to the one in March because that's the time when I bring forth the Athena and the 96 goddess information. So um, so back to you, Ariel. Okay. And um, and now I, I'm going to, Tammy, your mic's open. So, All right. Uh, well, first I feel like I need to give a shout-out to all of our questers. Ho! Ho! <laughs> <laughs> uh, this group collectively really... I think more than any any group collectively got it. They came here to the land. They heard the call. When they when they arrived, they laid down anything that was interference and made room for what the land had to offer. And they tapped into their records. I, they just played it out just like it was designed, and and it just fills my heart to hear these stories. Each and every one of you just really got it. You took full advantage, and it's an honor to be part of the weave that we have created with one another. And this and 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 the ones that came in after 1980, as Lavender was talking about, you're, you you carry such hope and promise for the future. This group collectively, technology was a big theme. And what you had to say just I, I I left with such hope for the future. So thank you so much for hearing the call and 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 you all just really beeped out to one another the connections 
the bond, the weave, was so strong and tight. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you for hearing the call to return home and, and know what this land holds and how to make the best of it. Thank you so much for coming, and I look forward to the new questers that are hearing the call. Um, it's going to be a great year next year. So Absolutely. Ho. ho. Yeah, I mean, the energies, every, every group that has stood in that circle, they leave something behind. And as we say, we shall remain so that each group that comes in, you're not starting from scratch. You get to start, you know, on the fourth or fifth floor. So it, it gets higher and higher each time. And alumni can tell you, you know, the difference um, each time they come back. It's like that. So, and it is, it is not us who, um, you know, chooses the people. The people are chosen in their heart, and, and they, if they respond to it, there is so much waiting, and uh, it's it's a real honor and a privilege for all three of us to witness the, um, the reunion and the um, alignment as these groups come together. And when alumni, and then when they come back again, then they help the you know the ones that are coming for the first time. So the alumni are playing a bigger and bigger role in these quests. And on that point, we've got to give a huge shout-out, hug, we love you, to Denise, our house mama, uh, to Jada, who is actually, she's already spoken, um, Kathy, who is on the switchboard tonight um, as one of our producers. Kathy's been to several quests. And, um, and, and the other Kathy, who is now Matilda, um, th- these are the, you know, becoming the core group you know, and, um, Tom and Eric and, oh, I, I know I'll forget somebody, so I'm not going to start going down the names, but we have a really strong core of people that keep coming back, and they are helping the people that are coming for the first time. So kudos to all of you for holding the light. Continue to do so, and we will see you again in the natural state of Arkansas. So um, are we ready to wrap up? Do you have anything else you want to say, Lavendar or Tammy? I would like to say one more thing. I, I love what Charlie had to say. And these quests are elevating to a point where it is almost like feeling like you're in Atlantis with one another at times where just to look, just to hold on to someone's hand, just to be in the circle is enough. Words aren't even needed. Um there's just a knowing that it's so advanced that we haven't experienced in eons that happens here at the Quest. And I noticed with this last group, it was just so powerful, just um, the un- unseen connection. Yeah, it was very, very evident. So... Um we are going to um, wrap it up now and want to remind you again, um, next week is our Christmas show with Gloria Amendola bringing the words of wisdom from Mary Magdalene. And then we will be off the next two weeks after that for our Christmas break. And we'll be back um, 
after the first week of January. I think it'd be, what is it, the first, second, the, seventh, the 9th of January? Yeah, the if 9th I did of that, January. <laughs> okay, so next week will be our Christmas show, and then after that we'll, we'll be back on the 9th. So um, we hope that you tune in next week for another great show. Thank you so much to our questers that called in tonight to share and help inspire um, other star seeds. And um, we know we'll see you all again. So until next week, take care of each other. Remember uh, the meaning of this season of peace, goodwill, and unconditional love. Until next week, everyone, take care. Bye-bye. been listening to Starseed Radio Academy. Visit our website at www.starseedhotline.com. 